seeing the contours of her face the first time you saw her that evening? No. Did you perceive any signs of injury on her face or anywhere else on her body that was visible to you? No. For how long a period did you view her face the first time you saw her that night? A few seconds, not very long. And how much later was the second time you saw Ms. Heard? Right before we left. And how close to her were you when you observed her face? Approximately 10 feet. Did you have a clear view of her face? Yes. Did you still have your contacts in at the time? Okay. Yes. Was there sufficient light that enabled you to actually see her face? I believe so. I, I believe it was, uh, the light was a little dimmer, but it was still lit. Did you perceive any signs of injury to her face on that second occasion? No. Did you see any swelling of any kind on her face, either during the first time you saw her or the second time you saw her that night? No. Did you see any marks on her face, either the first time you observed her that night or the second time you observed her? Just the redness, which was consistent with her crying. Did you, did you see any time that night, any indication of any bruising on her face? No. Did you see at any time that evening any any indication or any sign whatsoever of any injury to her face? No. And going to your, was it the security? What was the term you used? Uh, the security sweep, is that correct? The protective sweep? protective sweep. Um, during your protective sweep, was your access barred to any part of the pet house? My access what? Sorry. Uh, did you have free access uh, to to the pet house? The, the witness that was there, he kind of, I believe he guided us kind of through the place. Uh, I don't know. You know, what, where he guided us through. Did you see any broken glass anywhere in the penthouse where you did the protective sweep? Not that I remember. Were you looking for any signs of a disturbance? Yes. Why were you looking for signs of a possible disturbance? Um, signs of or any evidence that a crime has occurred. Is that part of, is that standard procedure, a police procedure? Yes. And why do you look for potential signs of, of vandalism or disturbance to property in the course of a domestic violent, uh, violence allegation or possibility? Um, just because that tends to happen when uh, um, a some type of domestic um, alter altercation occurs between two people. Did you see any sign of any kind of property damage or vandalism that evening? Not that I recall. 
did you see any signs of spilled wine on the yes, floor? Not that I recall. If they were visible or a complaint of pain. Do you recall some questioning from Ms. Hurd's counsel, Ms. Bredehoft, about uh, a man who led you through the penthouses on the evening of May 21, 2016? Yes. Did you um, describe him as uncooperative? Yes. Let me ask another question. Was he cooperative with your inquiries that evening? No. What do you mean by that? I attempted to gather information of who the husband was um, and what occurred and um, where he possibly went um, so we could interview kind of all the different parties. And uh, he, he wouldn't, wouldn't even give me a, a name of who the husband was. And how long did you interact with that person who, who in fact is Josh Drew? Uh, I'd say approximately five to 10 minutes. Did he report to you in words or substance that any domestic violence had occurred? I don't recall any exact verbiage he said. Did he report to you in words or substance any vandalism? No, not that I recall. On the evening that uh, you and your partner got a call uh, to the penthouse on May 21, 2016, were you and your partner in a particular hurry to close out uh, this incident? No. You, were you willing to, to stay as long as was necessary to, to resolve the matter? Yes. Would you generally take notes for a verbal dispute only? When, when we uh, disclose the call and we get rid of the call, we leave our comments of what occurred and what we did in that call. Would you generally write a report for a verbal dispute only? No, unless it's a at the request of one of the parties. When you were typing in your computer to add text to a call, is it common to refer to the focus individual in the call as a victim, whether she, whether a crime has been committed or not? Yes, because that's how the call was broadcasted and created. Ladies and gentlemen, at this point, counsel for Ms. Hurd uh, completes the questioning. Now, there was another woman that was present as well, correct, that night? Um, I believe so, yes. Do you remember testifying earlier that at the end she was holding and embracing Ms. Hurd? Yeah, I, I believe she's on sitting on the couch with her when we left. Did you interview that woman? No, she was with uh, uh, Ms. Hurd when uh, my partner was speaking with her, I believe. she I had never spoke to her. Did, okay, because did you ever attempt to interview that woman that was on the couch who was embracing Ms. Hurd? No, because I was speaking with the gentleman outside. Do you know whether Officer Science ever attempted to interview that woman who was sitting on the couch? I, I am unaware. Okay. Now, let's go back to 
the description that you gave and you responded again to it with Mr. Chu that she was crying and had a red face. And you said the redness was consistent with crying. Do you recall that? Yes. Okay. Why was she crying? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know why she was crying. Did you ask her? I personally did not because my partner interviewed her. Then when you downloaded with your partner later, did you ask Officer Science why Amber Heard was crying? No, my partner never advised me. She spoke with her while I was speaking with the gentleman. Do you recall that you testified that there was another woman who was embracing Ms. Heard on the sofa at the end of your visit? Yes. Do you recall asking why she was embracing and holding Ms. Heard? Why did you not ask either the other woman or Ms. Heard why the woman was embracing and holding Ms. Heard? Why I did not is because we were trained in the academy to separate the parties and to try and attempt to build a rapport with the individual we're speaking with. Therefore, it was two females and my partner was female. So therefore, my partner spoke with the female. Would it be fair to say you deferred to Officer Science to conduct any type of investigation with both Ms. Heard and the other woman who was embracing her? I know my partner spoke with Ms. Heard. I am unaware. I cannot testify if she spoke with the other female. When you said you learned at the academy to divide up the parties, was it your understanding that parties meant the victim and the suspect? All parties. Do you know whether anyone made an attempt to divide up the woman from Ms. Heard, the woman that was embracing her? I am unaware. Okay. Now, the redness that you said was on Ms. Heard's face when she was crying and emotional, could it also have been consistent with injury? I do not think so. I perceived it as redness from crying. Did you consider whether the redness on the face might be from something in addition to crying? No, I did not. And you had never met Ms. Heard before, correct? Never, never even seen her. And would it be fair to say that you don't know what Ms. Heard's, what her characteristics are for swelling, bruising, redness, correct? Correct. I'm going to ask you, Officer Haddon, to look at what has been marked as Haddon Exhibit Number 8, and it's from the Office of the Chief of Police, and it's dated November 24, 2014, and the subject is Domestic Violence Supplemental Report, Form 15.40.02, Revised. Do you see that? I do. This was provided to us by the LAPD in response to our document requests. Did you have an understanding that there was a Domestic Violence Supplemental Report form that was in place as of May 21, 2016? Yes. I'm going to show you what is Exhibit Number 9, and this is called Domestic Violence Supplemental Report, and it is something, is it your understanding that the police officer fills this out? Yes, we fill it out. Okay. 
do you recall whether you had filled out this supplemental report at any time prior to May 21st, 2016? I don't recall. Now, if we look at the first column on the domestic violence supplemental report, it has a column that says victim. And then there are a number of descriptive words underneath with boxes. Do you see that? I do. All right. Now, the first one is shaking. What, if any, observations did you make of Ms. Heard shaking? I don't recall. All right. What, if any, observations did you make about Ms. Heard being unresponsive? The little time I dealt with her, yeah, she was unresponsive and crying. I'm sorry, I didn't catch the first part. She was unresponsive and crying, did you say? Yes. Okay. And I guess you've answered the third one here, that she was crying, correct? Yes. All right. And what, if any, observations did you make of whether Amber Heard was scared? I didn't. You didn't what? I did not observe. I'm sorry, are you finished with that answer? It sounded like it was a half. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I did not observe her being fearful. Okay. But Ms. Heard did not want to file a report, correct? Correct. She did not want to press charges, correct? Correct. And she did not want to tell you the name of her husband, correct? No, because I didn't talk to her. Well, do you recall testifying earlier that Ms. Heard was uncooperative? Yes, she was uncooperative with my partner. All right. And do you recall testifying that Ms. Heard was uncooperative because she was emotional, she was crying, she wasn't sure whether she wanted to file a report or not, and she was not, then she said she did not want to? Yes, that's what she had spoken to my partner about. Do you know why Ms. Heard did not want to file a report or did not want to press charges? No, I did not. Officer Haddon, I'm going to show you where it's been marked as deposition exhibit number 10, and I'm going to have you look at it. It starts out with field notebook, divider, domestic violence laws, LAPD form 18.30.02, and it has the date, this is date of January 31, 2010 at the bottom with the footnote. I'm going to just direct your attention here to case preparation, and this is relating to domestic violence laws. Case preparation says, note the complainant's emotional and physical condition. Do you see that? Yes. And then ensure all evidence is gathered and preserved, e.g. bloody clothing, damaged bones, damaged property. Do you see that? Yes. Okay. Did you or Officer Sines provide any kind of notes relating to Ms. Heard's emotional and physical condition on May 21, 2016? No. Did you or Officer Sines ensure all the evidence was gathered and preserved, including 
be damaged property. I said no, and all these things would have been documented if there was a report. All right, let's go to the next bullet point. It says ensure photographs are taken of injuries or lack of injury to complainant and accused, both the day of and after. Did you take any photographs to show a lack of injury? No. Did you take any photos to show a lack of damage? No. All right. And then this next one is ensure photographs are taken of the scene and damaged property, etc. So I've already asked you that one. So let's go to the next one. Canvas location and interview all witnesses, including children, neighbors, law enforcement. Did you do that in this instance? Yes. Who did you interview? I spoke with the gentleman. All right. Anyone else? No, that's it. Now, there were two females present in addition to Ms. Hurd, were there not? Yes, including her. I believe there was two. You don't recall the third woman there? No, I don't recall a third woman being there. All right. Did you ask if there was anybody else that was present who had witnessed any aspect of this? I don't recall exactly, but all right. Let's go to exhibit number 11. So what did you determine this call was after your investigation? A dispute, a verbal dispute. It's not against the law to argue. I argue in my life. So you decided that there was only a verbal dispute, therefore it didn't constitute domestic violence? From the information or lack of information I was able to receive from the witness and the information my partner gathered, yes. Is it your understanding that a police officer can be brought up on charges of misconduct if they engage in neglect of duty? Yes. All right. Is it also your understanding that a police officer can be brought up on misconduct charges at the LAPD if they violate department policies, rules, or procedures? Yes. And is it your understanding that a police officer can be brought up on charges of misconduct if they engage in conduct which may tend to reflect unfavorably upon the employee or the department? Yes. All right. Thank you. Your next witness is by deposition also. I assume you need a few minutes to switch that out. Are you ready to? We're ready. Oh, I think that's right. Okay. Why don't we go ahead and 